You see, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday. I'm a messenger of God. You're doomed if you stay here. What's up, guys? Welcome in to another episode of It's a Horror Podcast. My name is Wes. Yellow, it's your boy, Kevin. And we're here tonight to discuss uh, a genre that, or subgenre that we have touched on a little before, I think. We, uh, in our Demons episode, we kind of had a, a little back and forth on whether or not uh, this genre would be interfering or if it would be the same or whatever. And uh, but this, this time, we're going to cover Possession. Um, I guess we're going to see if it overlaps or not. So uh, just come along with us on this ride and we'll see what happens. Right. And that's something just to kind of touch base off of what you just said was that was a huge thing in our demon episode was to try and exclude possession films. Like you kind of had to see the demon in the demon episode that we did. Whereas possession, it's kind of more broad in terms that you can or can't see the demon. It's just about someone being possessed by an entity it doesn't matter necessarily. It doesn't have to be a demon. You know, it could be anything. So I'm kind of really excited to touch base with you on your top five. Um, I don't know what yours is. You don't know what mine is. That's what makes it fun. That's correct. Um, and uh, it's also worth noting that we're going to try and exclude everything we talked about in the demons episode. So for instance, Night of the Demons or Evil Dead, um, whereas those are fantastic films in my opinion, I had to exclude them this week because we consider those demon films before possession correct very correct and it's it is funny because like i was gonna put none of the demons in my list <laughs> i really was like it was all it was like written down on my list and then i kept going back and forth back and forth and i thought you know what we've already covered that as a demon film i cannot i just in good conscience cannot add that back into my list so i thought all right i'll find something else to I, to- I totally had it on there too <laughs> well, I mean, it's a fucking awesome movie. I mean, come on. And it, and it, right. It really it's, is a possession film, honestly, at its core. So that's one of those toss-ups. So Definitely. But it, this is all about, you know, kind of letting other films shine. You know, everyone knows we're a fan of Return of the Living Dead. Everyone knows that we love Night of... Wait, what did I just say? <laughs> Return of the Living Dead and then Night of the Demons. I, like, wanted to, like, mix those two together. But, yeah, yeah. everyone knows that... We're obsessed with those ones, so you know what? Let's let's try and bring something new to the table here. Okay. Well, dude, imagine if they did do a crossover between Return of the Living Dead and Night of the Demons. Holy fuck! Oh my god, that would be Game this over. orgasm for fucking days, dude. <laughs> Horror stiffies all around. Linnea's character would be like half wearing a fucking dress, and then the other half being a punk. Hell yeah, or just be naked the entire time. Either way. <laughs> oh yeah, either way works for me. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, something about her being naked just it just it just says horror to me. I don't know what that is, but I mean, take it for what you want. But um, I'm sure she wouldn't want to hear you say that. Probably not. But, uh, <laughs> or any girl for that matter. <laughs> exactly. But you know what I mean. Come on, don't make me look at the bad guy here. Come on. Yeah, yeah, I got you. <laughs> All right, moving along. <laughs> um, you you hinted around about the, uh, the origin film of this, and so you're. you're really wetting my horror whistle here so let's uh let's get right into that and see what the origin is for uh for possession origins all right so by definition possession is the state of having owning or controlling something now that's kind of the base definition in terms of kind of a horror aspect Um, It's the state of being controlled by a demon or a spirit. Um, So that's kind of where we're heading. You know, possession can be pretty much anything, anything controlled by anything. Um, Now, my origin film is probably the farthest away you can get from possession to still being technically possession. So just just bear with me. All right. (laughs) Now I'm like confused. (laughs) All right. So my origin film is a film called From Hell It Came. This is a film from 1957, and it's pretty much a dude that gets killed underneath a tree, and his spirit possesses the tree, and so it's a tree person walking around killing people. A tree person 
walking around killing people. It sounds kind of like uh, Lord of the Rings a little bit. Yeah, yeah, just minus Elijah Wood and just endlessly roaming around a mountain. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the bromance, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong, I fucking love Lord of the Rings, oh, actually. Yeah. Me too, me too. But uh, that's that sounds very interesting. Uh, I'll have to check that one out, because that does pique my interest very much. So, um, like, is it, it, of course, it's, I'm sure it's black and white, right? Yes. Okay, so, yeah, that one probably is very raw and very... Uh, I don't know. Sounds, sounds kind of Halloween-esque to me for some reason. I'm not sure why that is. Yeah. I was scrolling kind of through my my uh, Blu-ray library, my 50s and 60s section, and I was just really trying to find a Possession movie. And this w- this era was kind of before that was popularized. Right. You know, it hasn't been until kind of recent or the 70s where Possession films kind of started to take off. So – Back in the 50s, you know, I'm kind of scrolling. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is about a dead dude that possesses a tree. And I'm like, fuck <laughs> it. I'll throw it in. That works. Great. Oh, yeah. Fucking hey, dude. I mean, you always seem to come up with like the best movie for this origin. And it, it you know, like I said, it's maybe not be like the exact possession we're looking for, but it definitely is a possession film. So, yeah. And I mean, I can't really pin it as the penultimate origin, but, you know, it's. As far as I'm concerned, I can't really find anything older in terms of someone coming back, an entity or demon. Okay, I'll keep I'll keep using that phrase. It's a lot easier than saying someone. Someone that is kind of dead or passed on, possessing something. And that's not really common in those days. So True, yeah. fuck it. I rolled with it. It's perfect, man. It's perfect. Yeah, like I said, the possession thing really didn't kick into like the 60s and 70s. So yeah, that's uh, yeah, you're exactly right. But uh, I'm proud of you for finding it and uh, kick ass, brother. Thank you. I'm proud of you. Oh, oh thank you so much. Spurman still exists. All right. Um, mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> well, I guess let's just move into our top fives then, because I am anxious to I'm anxious to give you my number one because I don't know. I kind of threw it out there for people to kind of guess. One person did guess it right. Uh, only one though. Oh shit! Yeah, I know. So, uh, and I'll actually, I may give that uh, that person the shout out at the end for actually getting it right. So, uh, but yeah, I was, it's okay. I'm, I'm going to say anything else. I'm just stop. I'm going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I have my stuff here. So, okay, um, let's just get into our top fives here. Let's get uh, number five, my friend. Wow, that lasts a long time. All right, <laughs> you, you, can, you can start talking over the guy, and he's just he's just talking about Jesus and, and all that stuff. So just uh, just talk over him next time. <laughs> all right, so in my number five, I've got Jennifer's body. Dude, are you fucking kidding me? That's yes, my number five as well. Oh shit! Hell yeah! That's so exciting. Fucking awesome, dude. That's 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 good stuff right there. I mean, you can't write. This oh, man. oh man! No, you can't. So, well, take it on, man. Take it on. All right. So, I mean, you got my girl, Megan Fox, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't like her in anything else. I don't really necessarily find her attractive in anything else, but in this movie, holy hell. (laughs) That is so correct. I'm the same way. Like, I don't like, she's not my, you know, an actress that I look for. She's not like, you know, I don't think she's very attractive in anything outside of this movie. Um, I did like her in, um. Uh, the new girl TV show. She was kind of funny in that, but like, otherwise I'm just like, Oh shit. Yeah. I love that show. Yeah, yeah, Schmidt's my dude. Hell yeah, dude. I know <laughs> Schmidt's badass. But uh, yeah, this, this movie really does kind of elevate her to a different status for me. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. And for the people that haven't seen this, pretty much what it is, is a band comes to the town of devil's falls or devil's something. Devil, devil's kettle. And, Yes, and they kind of take Jennifer, played by Megan Fox, and then they sacrifice her to the devil to kind of gain popularity, fame, fortune, you name it. And she tells them that she is a virgin, but she is not. So essentially the ritual is failed, and her body is possessed by a succubus. Yes, it is. And suck. Well, it's like we're suck again. Always something sucking in this one, so... Yeah, man, always. But in the funny thing was watching this one. I actually just watched this one last night. Really? Is it's just that 
outdated lingo is so insane. Mm-hmm. It really is. It really is. Now, this movie is only 10 years old, but I swear to God, it was like it was made on another fucking planet from what everyone was saying. I was like, holy hell, did people really used to say this shit? <laughs> I, know. I mean, it, it is funny because like, you know, we used to say this stuff too. So it's like, you know, as we kind of grow older, we kind of change the way we talk. But like these movies always come back to kind of bite us in the ass and go, hey, remember how dumb you were? <laughs> like, yup. Yeah. <laughs> And one thing about this movie that kind of really held my balls at attention is it has one of the best scenes, in my opinion, because you don't see it very often. There's a scene where there's a football player standing on a football field and like the camera kind of zooms in on him. And during that, it's playing a fucking metalcore breakdown. Mm, Yes. Which it's a it's a band called It Dies Today. And like as it's zooming in on this guy, it's just like a metalcore breakdown. And I'm just like, holy shit, from a movie that I'm pretty sure was released theatrically. Like if you go and see a horror movie, you don't – there's not a lot of times that metal is infused with it. I mean it does happen but not in terms of what's really popular out there. So when I first saw that, I was like, oh my god. Oh, please. Oh, man. Must if he's getting over <laughs> We know that, that is a Christ a, on a cracker. <laughs> that is a badass part, though. But let me give my two cents for a minute here. Um, this movie, um, I kind of, you know, I, I put it on my list to watch, and I hadn't watched it in a while. And I thought, okay, this, this might break my top five. It might not. I finished the movie and I'm like, oh, hell yeah. It's got to land at least number five, at fucking least. Because it just, it's it's just a very clever film. And also the way kind of like – and I'm not going to give it too much away, but like um, – I'll be very kind of vague here. But like when they do sacrifice her to, to Satan to kind of get this notoriety, they kind of utilize the this certain place in the, in the town to kind of help to cover their tracks in a way that no one else could maybe in the past. Uh, they have actually tried this before, which is a very clever way to do that. So, uh, like I said, I won't tell you like what they do, but uh, it's just it's a very clever way to do it. And some of the ways that the they you almost use they almost use her as like a vampire type esque demon, which I thought was pretty cool as well. Um, she goes off that vibe of just like you know badass vampirist slash you know this fucking awesome demon, this entity that's gonna fuck you up and like eat your ass, you know. Eat your- oh god, that's a completely different movie. I mean, well, no, I mean, no, called- I, I mean, she might eat your it's ass. It's called Jennifer's Hoo Ha. Like- oh shit, the Hoo All right, the Hoo have it, um, but no, like, like you know, she'll eat your ass and then she'll eat your ass. So it's like a double, double thing there. So I mean, double entendre, well, if you will. Yeah, the entendre is doubled over, so to speak. <laughs> god damn you! <laughs> but anyway. I digress. Um, but no, Megan Fox is, is, is really good in this film. Like she just exudes that, you know, evil that uh, I don't think anybody else really could have pulled off very well in this role. So I think she really, really, really did a good job. And uh, yeah, just, just a badass film on her own. So go watch yeah. it. Yeah. And for anybody confused about the whole eating ass situation, pretty much she has to eat men to kind of replenish her strength and stay strong so now that if if you have not seen it now the whole eating ass thing makes sense yes but i was gonna kind of let them figure that out for themselves but that's okay we'll just we'll let that ride (laughs) (laughs) the best part of eating ass is the mystery so you know (laughs) isn't that what they say about uh folgers coffee uh the best part of waking up is Folgers. The best part coat. of waking up is eating ass. Is, <laughs> I don't know if that's right? like. I mean, it's, it's ass and coffee. I mean, I don't know. Dude, that's we've gone up a whole different tangent here. Um, I mean, I guess you could eat ass <laughs> in the morning and then drink some coffee, but wouldn't that kind of be waver beanie? I don't know. Um, I, the best part of waking up is Folgers in your ass, <laughs> right? Or oh my god. <laughs> Who is this Folger? Who is this Folger's guy? He's fucked up. Uh, no, let's just move along because this is really freaking me out. Um, <laughs> Same. Folger's in your ass and coffee. And, and, okay, never mind. Okay, anyway, whatever. Uh, <laughs> anyway, go watch Jennifer's Body because it's badass. And there's the ass again. This, this, this show is all about ass. <laughs> One last time. Yeah, it's all, it's all about eating ass and ass and shit and – a lot of a lot of bathroom stuff. I'm not sure we got on bathroom stuff, but anyway, I guess that is what it is. Damn, Speaking of that, shit picks coming later. Hell yeah! <laughs> See, we're all about. All right, all right whatever. All right, let, <laughs> let's just move on to number four pick because this is really freaking me out. The power of Christ compels you. 
The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. Four. The power of Christ compels you. Alright, so this movie that I have at my number four is a film that I kind of held off for for a long while. Um, both because it kind of didn't really seem like it offered much. Um, and it just kind of looked like something that wasn't what I'm about. It, it didn't really look that interesting to me, let me say. Um, that is Deliver Us... Um, oh, wow. Deliver Us From Evil. <laughs> oh, right up on that one again. <laughs> Alright, interesting. Have uh, you seen this one yet? I think I have. Uh, when you go through it, it might make more sense uh, what the movie's about. But yeah, refresh me on this because, like I say, I think I've seen it. But So pretty much um, it's starring Eric Bana and uh, Joel McHale shows up, which is kind of cool. But it's a, yeah, it's about this demon. I can't remember his fucking name, but he's really fucking creepy. And, and, and he kind of possesses this dude and he's kind of going around in it's a, it's based in New York. So. It just feels really New York in New Yorkian, right? Ooh, yeah, that's that's an interesting word. New Yorkian. Yeah, but dude, this this movie fucking creeped me out, man. It, it was one of those where I wasn't expecting anything, but as it's going on, I'm like, oh, I mean, okay, like you know, I'm I'm about it, like I'm getting into it, <laughs> and it, it's just a really really good time. Um, I do think it's about two hours long. Don't quote me on that, but um, it is just. Oh yeah. So, but it's definitely worth it, man. Um, there is a kind of exorcism scene at the end where they try and extract the demon out of the guy. Um, and he, he looks so cool. He's got like all these like fucking like letters and numbers and, and some kind of script written into his body. And it, it just looks so intense. And it is probably one of, you know what? I'll say it. It's my favorite exorcism scene ever. Wow. Hmm. Okay. I don't think I've seen this before because I think I remember that. Um, and if I have, it's been a long time, and I just kind of like it's kind of slipped my mind. But I'll have to watch it again though, because that sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, man, definitely, definitely check that one out. Cool, cool, cool. All right, well, uh, my number four film is from 2010, and I think I've actually brought it up before. I brought it up in our um, found footage episode. Uh, it is mm-hmm. the Last Exorcism. Um, this movie. Oh yeah, my boy Cotton. Dude, I'm telling you, man, this just it's just a fantastic film like it's i honestly feel like you're really watching some you know minister kind of you know on his last legs type thing you know and he's like all right i'm I'm kind of done with this and you know i really don't want to keep going forward because i don't really believe what i'm doing is actually right and you know but these people need something so i'm here to you know offer a service and then like it just he meets his family and you, you kind of get the vibe of like okay something's definitely going on here. We just don't know what it is. And of course it kind of becomes a thing of, okay, well they're just, they're faking and they want, you know, she just needs some attention or whatever. And it kind of goes back and forth because you kind of see things and you kind of don't. And it's like, it's just such a back and forth film uh, to where you, you think you believe what's going on. And then it seems like, no, it's not right. Or, you know, it's, it's taking on a, a red herring type trip. Um, but it's just, it's just a very well-made found footage film. Probably the best one I've ever seen, honestly, that's why I landed in my top five last time. Um, but yeah, and I think you've seen, you've seen it. You love the movie, so yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I would say love. I definitely like it. Um, I've, I mean, I've probably seen it once. That was maybe like, fuck, dude, seven years ago, maybe or whenever it came out. I saw it not too long after it came out. So I, I really, really need to watch it and kind of get a refresher because I, I do remember enjoying it. Well, so I guess love is a very uh, strong word to use with that. So I, I digress and say that you mildly enjoyed it. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. <laughs> More accurate. There you go. But, but uh, and it, it has some really cool, like, uh, like demon scenes in it. I think, like, the very last scene is also very cool because it's kind of like, it's it's kind of, I don't want to say forecasted, but it's kind of, you know, it, it's just, it, it, it the flow of this movie is very perfect for me because I love a movie that flows well. And from start to finish, this movie just kind of takes you on this long ride. And by the end, you were totally on board with what's going on. You're totally attached to the, to the uh, characters. You really care about what happens to them. And some movies, especially like this exorcism type possession subgenre, you can get lost in just the fact they're trying to push the demon on you. And that's all they're trying to push. And this one, they really want you to connect with the characters first. And they let the demon thing kind of settle in as you go along. And they did this perfectly. So uh, I just love it. So 
Yeah, awesome. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on to our number three film, sir. Number three. Now, this is where I'm going to start disappointing a lot of people. Oh, shit. Come on, man. Don't do that to us. The Exorcist. Oh, well, I mean, uh, you know, I'm not too upset about it. So just continue, sir. Wow. Oh, well, good. Fuck yeah. Okay. I was totally expecting you to get mad. But um, yeah, man, I, Exorcist, it's a, it's a straight up horror classic. It's, it's, it's extremely important in – in this uh, in fucking horror <laughs> like no, no, it's right. just but did it age well um yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean yeah yeah, I mean, yeah with the little asterisk well yeah, i mean it's from the early 70s so i mean it's like you know asking a movie to, to to age well from that era is very difficult because you know from like 80s to 90s to, to, to you know 2000s even the 2010s you know there's some similarities, not, I guess, not, you know, exactly, but similarities. once you get past that, though, it's like it's a totally different world almost growing up back then. So it, it is hard to kind of get that to kind of flow, you know? So Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. But, I mean, this movie only came out a year before Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, but, yeah, you're right. So, but, you know, then again, Texas Chainsaw kind of doesn't age well as, as well. I mean, it does. I shouldn't say that it does. <sighs> but it has some issues. Just gonna say, it has some issues. Heresy. It's not heresy. Heresy. It, it, well, I guess maybe a little bit. But, but I'm saying, like, you know, I guess the no cell phone thing and the no, you know, this the connection to the outside world is one of those things where we're so used to now. So that's all I'm saying. It's like it's not, it's not brought into the to the current world. Well, I guess is what I'm trying to put that. So yeah. So I mean, yeah, just kind of revisiting this one this week. I was watching it and it was just kind of like. I kind of really hate to say that, but you know what? Fuck it. This is our podcast. I can say what I want. Hell yeah. I was kind of bored. Really? Yeah, man. There was just a lot of downtime. There was a lot of talking and and a lot of this. And a, a large portion of the movie, I I, th- I think I watched the theatrical cut. Yeah, probably. Um, Where did you watch it at? Uh, Blu-ray. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Which I I had the chance to watch the director's cut or the theatrical. I, I chose theatrical because I kind of wanted to just kind of keep it true. But I didn't realize how many things were kind of out of the theatrical that the extended has. Like I don't recall seeing the uh, the stairwell scene where she's crawling down the stairs backwards. I that was I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't either. I didn't either. And uh, when, I, when I I guess watched it like. Oh, a few months ago, I guess like a month or two ago, I guess. And yeah, I didn't see it there either. So yeah, I think I watched the theatrical cut as well too. So yeah, it, it just kind of felt tamed to how I remember it. I guess because maybe I did watch the director's cut beforehand. But um, yeah, dude, I just I am. I'll be the first one to tell you how important it is to the scene. But at the same time, I found myself enjoying the first two films on my list more. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it, it is one of those films. Honestly, that it's. People either love it to death or they're like, eh, it's okay. Like, I think people always revere it because of the fact of it is one of those classics that kind of set the bar. But it's, you know, like it has that little eh factor. It's a fine it. line to walk it, for sure. Very. That, that's a good way to put it. That's a very good way to put that because, like I said, you, you, you have to revere it. You can't not – you can't just say it sucks because it doesn't suck. But it just sometimes doesn't have that uh, – push that you need from a film that is a classic that you go he's like you think of some of the classics like you said Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh the omen like that you know and they have that like that just badass touch to it and this one has it in a way but like, eh, you know like I said it has like that little waiver so yeah yep. but uh all right let's just move on to my number three pick which is the exorcist <laughs> Oh, what the fuck's happening? Know, dude, this is weird. I was I was going to say it at first. I thought, no, I'll just let it ride for a minute and let it, let it settle. Damn. Out. I thought it was so sacrilegious for me to put this at three, no. like thinking that you you would have been blowing it out of the water. But holy shit, who'd have thought? Know, Here dude, we are. That is crazy because when you said like a holy shit, I was like, I, and I was going to say, I was like, oh, guess what? But I thought, you know what? Let's just leave it for a minute and let it kind of settle in. But no, but I, okay. I'm, but I'm going to take an opposite direction that you have. I, I really actually enjoyed this film a lot. I, I okay, 
just full disclosure, I watched this last night. I've seen, I saw it a few months ago, but I also watched it last night again. Last night I watched it and I'm like, damn, this movie is really, really good. Um, I don't know what it was about it. Like the, like the downtimes and the talking, I think what gets me with this film. And especially since she's 12, I have a 12 year old daughter. So it's like, I really can kind of connect those two together. Like she starts off at the first of this film, so innocent and so pure and just the way she smiles and laughs with her mom and the way they play, you know, there's a scene where she steals something out of the kitchen and then the mom chases her down and the playful nature. And she kind of takes this descent, you know, they think she's sick and that, that was the part where like they stick the fucking needles in her throat and Oh God, that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Fuck. That scene was crazy. Oh, dude, I just I can I can watch it. Like I had to put my photo before. Like, all right, you know, do your thing. I'll come back later. Um, but like, the descent she takes into becoming possessed is so brilliant. Um, it just it, it almost takes you down with it. Like you just feel yourself kind of sinking into this depths with her. And then when she actually becomes possessed, she just it like it, it's a rocket up the ass. Like I said every time, it really <laughs> is because it takes you on this wild ride, and you're just like, holy fuck! And, and of course, I put my daughter into the situation. Like, what would I do if my daughter was possessed? And how you'd feel, and how you would kind of move forward in your life, and you couldn't move forward. You would be kind of stuck in this limbo. And I'm like, fuck, this would suck ass, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And just you know, the part where she. She grabs her mom's head. She's like, "Yo, Leo, lick my pussy. Let me you know." It's just, it's oh god, it's just. I know it's just crazy. And Linda Blair is just amazing in this film. Like, you know, she is that age. So to do those kind of things, you know, didn't even in a film. It's just so just. Oh god, she's just she's amazing. She's just Linda. You're just awesome. Yeah. And I kind of have two points to make with what you recently said. Um, like you said, the the shit she was put through in this movie, the scene where she's like bouncing forward and backwards on the bed. Mm-hmm. She's saying that she actually like fucked her back up really badly yep. oh, yeah. during that. Like it's, I just think that that's crazy that this little, how, I don't even know how old she was, maybe like 12 years old during this movie. And they, they would kind of put her through that. I, I just think that's pretty insane. Yeah. I mean, she really gave her all for this film and it's funny to, to kind of look back on some of these older films and look at these actors and actresses that, you know, put their bodies literally in danger just to get the perfect shot for the director uh, and she's one of them. Like she really put her all into this and it definitely shows. Um, but just the, the iconic scenes in this, you know, you, you know, everyone's seen the, the, you know, the clips and stuff with the head turning around backwards and the, you know, floating off the bed with the white eyes and just the badass looking face. And just the way she deteriorates throughout the entire film. Um, just, just absolutely just crazy to me. Uh, but I really did enjoy it on this watch uh, more than I have before. And, I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. I'm going to go watch it again probably in the next few weeks just to kind of see if it really was the film that got me or if it just maybe just the, the way it caught me. I don't know what it was, but it's just – I love this movie. So Yeah, it's a good one. And uh, the second point I was going to make real quick. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, how you, no, you're good. Now, being possessed by a demon or Satan, do you think that that led Linda Blair to date Rick James? I think that had a huge – huge impact on her <laughs> yes uh they're good they're good point because <laughs> why the hell would you want to date Rick james in the first place yeah. he was a super freak and a yeah. badass you know musician but like personally i that's that's kind of epic Ooh, that super freak reference that was like smooth that, yeah, yeah but uh yeah, that was every time I hear rick james i always think about uh dave chappelle's skit where he's uh oh yeah dude, oh my yeah God, charlie murphy i just fucking love that shit but um <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> let us. So ever since like knowing that she dated Rick James, I just like can't really. I know she's a kid in this movie, and I know this is before she dated Rick James, but like it's just kind of hard for me to see her as innocent because she was just like blowing lines with this dude, like. <laughs> well, I mean, she, going hard. She's a, she's a child of a child of Hollywood, so it almost to me it's almost normal for her to do that. I mean, I know it's fucked up to say that, but like, kids just kind of grew up to be fucked up. They grew up in Hollywood, so. Yeah. yeah, and in the end, she turned out not so bad. Yeah, I'm about to say now she's like rescuing dogs yeah, or something. Yeah, she's she's a badass. So let me let me tell you that. Let me just yeah, agree with you on that. But like, like I said, just the, her innocence in this film for me is still intact because like it's just the way that like there's like a like a little three or four minute clip at the first where she's talking to her mom at the at the uh, dinner table or the table about getting a horse. 
so fucking adorable. I mean, I just you just wanted to eat her up because like my my daughter's the same way. So I'm like I'm like whoa, <laughs> not in that way, you sicko. <laughs> like like she's just so cute, and I'm just like oh you know just seeing her then and then thinking about to where she goes at the end of the film just is like oh my god it just it blows me away. So anyway, um, okay. let us let us move on to our number two pick, sir. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. No, I kind of think that this one is kind of controversial. Ooh, um, I have ins- I have insidious. Here. Ooh, okay. Um that is funny you mentioned that too, because I mean, not that I have it on my list, but uh, just the fact that we brought it up before, you know, in a previous episode, and I bring it back—that's uh, that's interesting. So, yeah, um, for the people that don't know, Wes actually had Insidious on his demons list. Mm-hmm. However, I did not. Um, now, this has always kind of been a modern favorite of mine, and I kind of struggled mentally thinking of how it fits into possession. Now, a demon or whatever the fuck takes kind of possesses the the child's body and instead of kind of acting through the child and and making it evil and whatnot it it like keeps him in a subdued state like does that make sense anybody who's seen this i guess it would kind of make sense you know what do they call that world the other yeah, yeah, the, the further that's what they call it the further that's it so it 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 does take possession of the kid it does take his kind of psyche and his whatnot and traps him pretty much within fucking limbo whatever the hell yeah. that is i don't know i can i can just picture the demon like fucking sharpening his claws to that um tiny tim song oh dude uh, that 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 scene in itself is fucking amazing so yeah yeah and i mean in terms of just it as a movie i think this is a fucking brilliant modern horror movie it, it just kind of has everything you could want i i think it's it, the the jump scares are on point. Probably features some of the scariest ones I've seen. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Here, here's looking at you. Everyone knows that one fucking scene where the demon just shows up behind the guy. Uh, that, that is one of the oof. best jump scares of all time. Honestly, in my opinion. Oh yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just this one. I think is so much fun, and I kind of hate what they did with the franchise. Um. I don't like any of the other movies, really. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Like, two wasn't bad, um, but it wasn't great either. I agree. Yeah, three definitely threw me off. And then, was there, there was a four, wasn't there? The last key. Like, yep. Yeah, the last, yeah, that movie was just, that, that ate ass in a bad way. So, yeah, I just. Man, I was, like, watching that movie, I was literally, it felt so cheap. And it felt so kind of indie-ish. And the acting was terrible. And I'm, it. it like for a film that is a part of a major franchise that is getting released theatrically every single time it makes a new movie how does it feel so cheap why is it so bad it just blows my mind that they started off so strong Mm -hmm. and then just wavered into what they are now yeah no i agree that like i said that the last key thing the story started off really strong for me actually i was very excited when it first started like the first half an hour i was like this is going pretty good and then it just fucking just crashes and burns i'm like what the fuck happened i don't like you said i don't understand fucking tanks yeah i don't see i don't i just don't get it i don't get it so it's like okay you're gonna take this franchise and you're running to the ground you have a chance to actually kind of you know uh bring it back to status and then you're gonna make us all believe in the first half an hour and then you're gonna fuck it up i'm like wow you know let me golf clap for you because you fucked it up good. <laughs> yeah, clap, 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 clap. <laughs> so, yeah, but the, the first one definitely is one of those films where it's just, I haven't seen it in a while, just to be honest with you. I need to watch it again because it is a badass film. So I'm glad you put it on your list. Yeah, yeah, I love it. So, uh, and like I said, it's funny that you brought up a movie from that Demons episode and rehashed it because I'm kind of going to kind of do the same thing on my pick. Demon Wind. <sighs> Yeah, I was just thinking, man, it's been so long since we mentioned Demon Wind in one oh, of our episodes. Oh, no, you, you mentioned it uh, last episode, so, yeah. You, <laughs> well, I'm going to mention it again. Oh, you mention it every fucking time you get a chance, but anyway. Um, okay, so, okay, I have mine with a twist. So my pick for number two is Evil Dead, but it's, Ooh. But it's 1981, not the remake. And you talked about the okay. you talked about the remake and the Demon's episode, so I'm pulling up the original. Um 
this movie is a tried and true possession film from the very start. Um, the okay, let me let me back up for a minute here and talk about. I I know I prefaced it with some hate a while back, um, and I'll just be honest. I kind of mixed up one and two. Uh, two is definitely one of those films I don't like at all because it's just I guess and I, I think I used the. Like I actually talked about this before, but it's like it's like too cheesy for me. Um, mm-hmm. It's like that cheese spigot where the cheese is coming out, and you kind of put your, you kind of put your mouth underneath it, and you're enjoying it, and like the spigot breaks off, and it's just pouring on your face, and you can't breathe anymore. That's what two is to me. Oh yeah, that's where we talked about it being like a like a crumble cheese, like queso fresco, and it's tough to swallow. There you go. Yeah, but uh, okay. but this one taking me back in time. Yeah, but this one definitely has uh, just a. I don't know. It, it, I don't know how I fucked that up because this movie is fucking fantastic. Bruce Campbell is fucking amazing in it. Um, the the raw gritty feel to it just really it, it and there it goes sucks you right in from the very start. Uh, I love the fact I, don't, I love the fact that it was filmed in Tennessee. It's 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 a cool little kind of connection, local connection for me. Um, the story starts off very simply and it, it just escalates. It's, it's, it is a slow burn, I think, to an extent. Um, a lot of action happens, but I think it's also a slow burn to kind of see where the story is going to end up at. Um, but just the, the possession stuff is really fucking kick ass. The, the, the little nuances, like the way that, you know, people are stabbed and cut and, you know, it just, it's just fucking awesome. Uh, the remake did a really good job of kind of escalating everything just, just enough to where it doesn't go overboard. But it really makes it a lot more intense. Uh, this does have a lot of comedic stuff in it, but it does in a such a way where it doesn't take away from the story. It just kind of adds to it, uh, which is fantastic for me because, it's, like I said, number two just you know was a number two for me. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and I know you love this film, so if you want. Oh yeah, I think it's very interesting. Um, if I could just kind of kick in real quick here, I, I love the fact that one of your picks for the demon episode, I I have for this one, and then one of my picks from the demon episode, you brought into this episode. So I think it kind of shows you kind of how related demons and possession are. You know, they kind of go hand in hand, and it's up to the viewer to decide like what is the forefront is it is it possession or is it demons you're exactly right dude i mean it's, it is and it's a very it's, it's muddled but yet you, you can make clear lines uh, appear between the two and that's what's so brilliant about that is the fact that you can kind of take it as uh and honestly honestly you really could take both of the, of the genres and push them together if you wanted to so that's not even a, a, oh yeah it's out of the question so but then again you can also divide it out into to you know different and, there, and there's so many different subgenres of possession and of demons too which is also cool. So I don't know, just my two cents on that. So <laughs> I'm just taking the fuck out of it. That's good. That's good. <laughs> no, yeah, you were doing great. Uh, and that was the thing too, was when we were doing the demons episode, it was like, we knew that line was there. Like, Oh, you know, possession and demons could be two different things. And we're like, you know what? We can get another episode out of this. Pretty much talk about the same movies. So. <laughs> exactly. But uh, like I said, I think people will definitely like this uh, subgenre. Uh, episode because of the way we were talking about the films we're talking about. And I think I, my number one, especially is definitely a different type of movie. So I think it'll definitely be a, a good thing. Did you know the evil dead was rated NC 17 as well? Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. And I didn't know it was filmed in Tennessee either. So you're, uh, you're teaching me up to There you go, man. Hey, you can't, you can't beat that. But yeah, it's right here. I'm looking at IMDb. It says evil dead, 1981 NC 17. Uh, and looking at it now, like that's kind of crazy because, you know, back in the day, you tell NC-17 was one of those films. Like, oh, my God, you know, this is some crazy ass, you know, film that no one can see. But looking at it now, I'm like, eh, it's not that bad, you know, <laughs> it's, just, it's pretty average. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, that's pretty cool. So, all right, my man, we are to number one and I'm excited to hear what Ooh. you have. So Yes, we made it. Yes, we, we have made it again and here we are. So let's hear <laughs> your number one pick, my boy. <clears throat> The power of Christ compels you. Okay, so this is going to be another controversial pick. All right. This so. film. This film came out in 2018. Ooh, shit. Do you have any idea what it could be? Oh god, let me think. Let me think. Um. Dude, I'm drawing a blank. Seriously, I don't. I, you've baffled me. Seriously, please do tell me. My horse stiffy is raging. Uh, oh shit! I'm gonna feed it to you. All right. So, 
King Payman would be proud, man. I've got hereditary. Holy shit. I fucking love that idea for the yeah, idea. It's perfect. I love it. Good deal. Yes. Now, to kind of the normal person, me included, um, I wouldn't necessarily classify this one as possession to begin with. But when you deal with the subject matter, when you kind of know what the movie's about, dude, they're getting fucking possessed left and right. Like mm-hmm. this motherfucker's smashing his face against a table because he's possessed. Um, the mom does some crazy shit at the end, man. Mm-hmm. And this movie scared the ever living hell out of me. And I, I, I'll be the first one to admit that I know that this movie is either love it or hate it. Um, some people just don't get it, but this film to me just kind of really hit my as a. It's not my funny bone. I want to call it my scared bone. Ooh, we're scared, we're scared bone. Hmm, that sounds like interesting. Uh, little <laughs> thing there. We'll figure out another word for that later on. But this one, <laughs> man, I, I'm telling you, I the first time I saw this, I watched it at a drive-in theater. You know where you can fucking like sit outside of your car and shit. No way. Well, I was watching it and it was dry lightning the entire time. So like the en- entire time, dude, the sky was just lit up, dude, and is, it was is- such a creep. Yeah, dude, it was a fucking creep creepy ass atmosphere in this movie the way that this it just builds it was by far the best theater experience i've ever had and i'm not sure if i don't think that that really persuades it to being so good in my mind because every time i watch it i've watched it like three or four times since then Mm -hmm. um i've loved it every single time man it's just one of those slow burns that just really fucking took me by the dick and just fucking smashed it Oh damn! Don't put dick smashing, man. Come on, in a good way. Oh, okay. good, good, good. But so that sounds like oh, a yeah. yeah. But dude, that is yeah. that's so awesome that you got to see it outside with that dry lighting. That is, I want to experience that with something. Oh my god, I'm jealous. Totally fucking jealous of you. It was beautiful. I, I bet. Um, he still has a video of that. Uh, anyway, um, this <laughs> yeah, I love this movie too. It's a lot. A lot of people hate this film. It gets a lot of hate. But it is a very clever film. Uh, a lot of little creepy ass things that happen throughout the you know along the way that if you're not really paying attention, you'll miss them. And it's 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 just very well directed. The acting is on fucking point, man. Um, oh my god! For a debut film, too. Nonetheless, Ari Aster, man, holy yeah, shit, dude! I mean, he knocked out the fucking park. I'm telling you, man. I yeah, just just fucking phenomenal. So if you haven't seen Hereditary the fuck is wrong with you go out and watch it it's just it's fucking awesome <laughs> so i'm gonna use that again in a minute so too, good. So. two 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 catchphrases uh in, in the same episode so um hell yeah i can't really you kind of said everything i wanted to say so i'm just gonna echo everything you said and just say it's just fucking i, I love your pick your number one pick is fucking perfect so thank you thank you all the ones that i thought all my picks that i thought were gonna be controversial you ended up standing right beside me and i i really appreciate that man i wasn't expecting it well, you definitely are having an impact on my movie. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of a good word to put this. My movie appreciation uh, moving forward in my life. Mm-hmm. So you really are helping me to, to really see these films for what they really are. And, and I love them for what they are. So I appreciate you, brother. Well, that's what I'm here for. Oh, so sweet. <laughs> Romance still intact. Stronger than ever. That's right. That's right. All right. So my number one film. Do you, do you want to take a guess maybe of like – you kind of know who I am as a person. Let's, 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 I came out in the nineties. Let's put it that way. Late, the late nineties. Um, you you kind of know who I like and, and, and movies and everything. Do you have a guess maybe of what you think it might be? Fuck man. I can't, it's not, is it demon night? No, it's not. Oh, tales from the crypt. Oh, I completely, Oh man. Had I thought of that I know, previous, I, just, I might've included that one. That's, that's a good, good movie. Uh, next time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, um, I'll, I'll no, give, man, I'm drawing a blank. I'll, I'll give you a hint. I'll sing you a hint. Time is on my side. Yes, it is. I keep imagining those one commercials. I don't, I don't know what <laughs> fucking commercial that's for, but like, I'm just picturing that. <laughs> oh, and I, I hope most of the people listening got that when I sang that, but it is none other than Fallen, 1998, starring Denzel Washington, my man, Denzel. Um, Bro, I've never seen this movie. Holy shit, dude. This is one of the best possession films of all time. Uh, oh, damn. Just a great, great – it's just the story is so unique um, and just – it's so creepy. Uh, it's it's the, one of the creepiest films I've ever seen, honestly. Uh, Denzel, of course, is just 
I mean, just take me, dude. Just, I don't know, however you want me, just take me. Because Denzel take can, me. can do no wrong. He's, <laughs> he's, a, he's a fellow believer, so I, I love that fact that he's like that. One of the most genuine people in Hollywood, honestly, in my opinion, of all time. Um, and one of the greatest actors of all time as well. I mean, his movies are just fucking uh, – The Book of Eli lands on my number two. Yes. Number two on my list of all-time movies, and it's just fucking phenomenal. Um Oh, it's fucking fantastic. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I mean, but you have – all right, so you have in this movie, you have Denzel. You've got John Goodman, Donald Sutherland, James Gandolfini. Uh, 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 I'm trying to think who else is the other one in this. Um, Holy shit, man. I'm telling you this. That's a lot of fucking – I love John Goodman. Oh, dude. I love, there's all these actors are fucking awesome. Um, just just great. Um, it's, it's about a – I guess a cop who, I guess, arrests this guy uh, for, for murder and – He's actually scheduled to be executed, and he somehow puts a almost like a curse on Denzel's character. John Hobbs is his name, and and, and the song that he sings at the end of the, uh, right before he gets killed is "Time Is on Your Side." So it's like that that kind of carries throughout the entire film. Of and he whistles it, and it's that that song will forever creep the fuck out of me. Actually, I posted just that song, like the first part of that song in my story last week to see if anybody would catch it. And then one person that got it, I think, figured it out. Um, and that person would be none other than Stephanie uh, up in there. She's a, uh, she, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on her name right now. She loves dot scary movies. Holy fuck. That was, <laughs> I just like my mind, I got a stroke right there. I had another stroke. Seriously, that's stroking out people. Um, <laughs> but Stephanie, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, my bad. Um, he all right, so he gets executed, and so I guess in the film they kind of give this lure of how demons that kind of hang around can transfer through bodies, and this this guy kind of travels through people and is kind of tormenting Denzel's character throughout the entire film, and it's just it's brilliant. It is so brilliant. He kind of leaves clues for him all along. He'll call him. Uh, and kind of like tease him on things, and oh, it's just it's just brilliant. Um, you really got to see this film; it's it is fucking phenomenal. Um, Damn, I can't believe I don't even know if I've ever heard of this one. Man. Yeah, it, it, it it's it, it's not one that really got a lot of notoriety back in the day, even. So it's like, but I've loved it. I've probably seen it probably thirty times. It's just one of those films I guess watch over and over again. Uh, but yeah, my boy Denzel, I can't I can't deny him ever. He's just the best to me. So. Yeah. Yeah, you haven't seen this. You're gonna definitely have to check that one out. If you haven't seen this film, what the fuck is wrong with you, Kevin? <laughs> yeah, this one's directed at me. <laughs> exactly. But um, yeah, so all right. Well, that was that was some uh, really good uh, couple of top fives there. Really solid. Yeah. So really, really good. Yep, yep. And I like the fact we share Jennifer's body and the Exorcist at the exact places too. That was kind of crazy. So. I know. Yeah, who'd have fucking thought Exorcist of Three? Yeah, seriously. I mean, it, it actually was kind of my number. It was it was gonna be like my like the number two, number one because I knew Fallen was gonna be number one. So, but I was kind of wrestling with that with the Exorcist being so classic. But I thought no, Fallen is definitely my solid number one. But Evil Dead just mm-hmm. I, love, I enjoy Evil Dead more than Exorcist. Uh, I don't make it's made for that, but Exorcist is a great film. Trust me, I love. I it. I do too. But yeah, so but it's just Evil Dead has that. Uh, has that uh, that good punch right to the old uh, crotchal area? That just good stuff. So, right to the old dick. <laughs> the old dick punch. <laughs> <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We have some new. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Throw it up. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> oh man, but it, I mean, I, we really should have pulled this one out too. But um, I don't know. Maybe next time we'll we'll have a good joke for you to share. <laughs> oh man, I, I, I was gonna say like a sh- really shitty dad joke, and then you could have done it. You really should have done that. You just, I mean, I don't know. Next next time. Oh, okay. Here, okay, wait, say it, say it. No, I'm gonna do it right now. Pull it out. All right. So, wh- where should you stand in a room if you're cold? I don't know. Tell me. In the corner because it's 90 degrees. Oh my god. <laughs> there we go. Hey. Uh... Very good. Oh my god, dude. That's classic. Um, Thanks. Yeah, that was a, that was a bad dad joke. But anyway, <laughs> that was fucking good. Don't don't throw I mean, shade I mean, at me right it now. It was good. But it was it was so bad. It was good. Let's put it that way. How about that? I'll, uh, I will I will take that as a compliment. No, it is. Trust me. Um, all right. Then. So I think we've come to that moment. So we're going to talk about something that is shitty, sir. So why don't you give us your shit pick, sir? 
Hey kids, it's time for Kevin's Shit Pick of the Week. So I kind of wrestled with this one, man. I watched a movie recently on Tubi that was not fucking good at all. Mm. Um, but let me preface that by saying it's not my shit pick. Um, oh, really? I'm talking about a movie called Yes, I'm called a uh, movie called Butcher Possessions. Oh shit! Yeah, that does sound pretty bad. Yeah, I'm guessing you never heard of it because uh, why the fuck would you? It's got a different name as well. It's also called Beckoning the Butcher, but it's pretty much found footage slash documentary style, and it's it's pretty much just ooh, there's something spooky, and let's run for 20 minutes, and then at the beginning, it it prefaces everything by saying this was for the families that never had their children come back home or some dumb shit like that. Like trying to make it seem real. And it's like, dude, it, this ain't fucking, it, it's terrible. But, but I found a worse movie. Really? Well, worse than that. Okay. Yes. Oh shit. I, I, I originally watched this movie and I was like, Oh hell yeah. I found my shit pick. Cool. And then I watched a film from my vinegar syndrome sale pickup that bumped it out. Wow. That's incredible. Okay. Do share. This film is called demonoid. Oh, I've heard of that before. Yes. Uh, it actually has Ted White in it, who played uh, Jason Voorhees in Friday the 13th Part 4, Ooh, which shit. is pretty interesting. Okay. Um, this movie is fucking terrible. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I kind of had somewhat high hopes for it just because the cover's awesome, but I, I'm a fucking idiot. I should realize that the cooler a cover is, the worse it, the movie is probably going to be. Um, dude, this one just sucks so bad. It's, it's about... A demon, the whole demon hand situation where there's a hand and if it like attacks you it takes possession of your hand and then you have to cut it off so it can't control you anymore it's kind of like an idle hand situation yeah that's what it sounds like to me so. yeah i mean i haven't seen idle hands still but i know oh the, the premise of Dude, it you gotta watch that movie it's fucking good i'm dropping the fucking ball you are the, but the balls holy dropping. shit man <laughs> nothing happens in this fucking movie and that's that's the thing i hate is like if a movie's bad at least just go balls to the wall don't don't make it boring because no, in my eyes nothing is worse than a boring movie oh i totally agree that's yeah because honestly if, if i'm if i'm like checking my phone and like looking around okay this is when this will be over you've then you fucked up you're, you're done so oh yeah and it started off pretty pretty fucking sweet man it, it had a really good start and then just fucking just really nailed the fucking fly to the wall man and it, it's just not good and and you know what i watched that movie so you guys don't have to but you, you said you bought this at the vinegar syndrome sale yeah dude can you fucking believe that i bought that man uh, i bought it with my money with your with your monies i'm sorry man uh you know sometimes you gotta buy shit <laughs> well, it's funny it's funny me saying that's like what else am i gonna buy it with like a fucking <laughs> sheep and two rats like it's not how it works anymore <laughs> let me trade my goat in for this movie please uh, well, that, yeah. That's why I bartered back in the day. So, you know, I guess it makes sense to me. So, <laughs> back in the day. Back in the day. Well, um, so I'm just going to preface this by saying last week I I talked it up and talked it up and talked it up. I was going to, you know, put two movies, specific films in my honorable mentions. And then we <laughs> we just totally skated past our honorable mentions completely. I mean, <laughs> we skated. Oh, yeah, completely fucking forgot. He just blew right past them. They didn't look back. We just said, fuck you, we're out of here. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but we will we will cover those movies in later episodes, and I may even do like a special like one off episode by myself or something. I talk about these films or just something on on my page or whatever. I haven't decided yet. But um, Adam and Jenna, I'm looking at you. So, um, but this week we're definitely going to do honorable mentions. So uh, why don't you go ahead and give me uh, give me a couple of years there, buddy? Okay. So the first one I wanted to talk about is the possession of Hannah Grace. Oh, okay, yeah. Have you seen this one? It came out just last year. I have. I didn't dislike this movie. Like, everyone was saying it's one of the worst horror movies they've ever seen, and I'm watching it, and I was like, I was definitely entertained, and like I just mentioned, that's the worst thing to me as a boring movie, and boring this was not, at least in my eyes. Um, I was kept entertained, man. I, I kind of liked it. Yeah, I, okay. I, I can, it, it was it was definitely one of those that kind of like has some cool parts in it and stuff. I, I thought it was way too um, predictable, and kind of had the same kind of tropes I'm used to seeing in these types of films. So I'm like, okay, this is nothing new, you know. But it was entertaining and it was okay. Um, a lot of people say they love it. Like there's some really creepy parts in it that I actually like. Really? Yeah. But like I, just not my cup of tea. Um, I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know about love at all. I just think it's so interesting. I, I really fucking love like 
what are those places called? I'm going to sound like a fucking idiot. The autopsy rooms and, and whatnot. Morgue? Yes. I, I think morgues are such a fantastic place for to kind of base a horror movie in. I, I think it's super creepy. It's something that always scared me as a kid is like, I'm just always worried, you know, a dead body's going to jump up and fucking, I don't know, tickle me or something. And so... <laughs> you that tickle thing, man. <laughs> dude, it... Uh, Fucking, if anybody else is terrified of being tickled, please hit me up because that's just always been a fear of mine of just like being fucking tickled or like, you know, when you're laying down and your foot's hanging out of the fucking blankets, I'm scared someone's going to just grab my foot and tickle it. But I thought you like when I tickle you. I mean, that's different. You tickle in other places. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, morgues are great places for a horror movie. (laughs) Y'all talk to Jane No, That was a fantastic film setting up morgues, though. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to mention next was that how fantastic that movie was. And it's 100% in a fucking morgue. And I just think I would love to see more. Um, it's kind of not very common, really. I, th- I think Autopsy of Jane Doe, um, Possession of Hannah Grace, and another movie called Autopsy that was actually a lot better than it had any reason to be. It was one of those eight films to die for way back in the day. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, with Robert Patrick as the uh, doctor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep. I do yeah, that. so I mean, hopefully we see some more of these because I think that there's a really good, um, good chance of being good. I yeah. guess around dead bodies that might wake up and tickle you. So <laughs> that'll forever get my get my funny bone, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, oh, and I, I had a second movie actually. I completely fucking forgot. Um, Haunting in Connecticut. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, I've seen that before. Um, yeah, I. I really like this one a lot. It's pretty creepy, and it, it has one of the dudes from Jennifer's Body in it, the goth dude in the oh, yeah. in Jennifer's mm-hmm. Body. He's in a lot of yeah. He's in this he's in a lot of stuff, you know. He is. He was also in the uh, god awful remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh. I think you actually didn't hate, did you? No, I hated that fucking film. No, yeah, it's, that's oh, okay. Shit, dude, that movie that's an abomination to the nth degree. You no, know? I, I like the Friday Thirteenth remake, <laughs> but not the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Ooh. Anyways, those are all topics for a different day. Totally. But um, this movie's creepy as hell, man. It's really gross too. Like, there's a lot of just gross moments. Mm-hmm. But the thing with the possession that we've been talking about is all of those movies that are called the Exorcism of Molly Hartley, the Exorcism of Emily Rose, the Haunting of This, the Taking of That. I thought it was very interesting that neither you nor I had any of those movies on our list because there's such a plethora. Yeah, there's just them. a dime a dozen almost. They have like the same type of feel, and yeah, I'm with you. Like they, and like I said, like some of them are good, but like they're just not good enough. I think is a good point to make. So. Very true. Very middle of the road. Yes, very middle of the road. So um, for a couple I had on my list, uh, one is The Possession. It was actually brought to me by one of our uh, our listeners, some Flynn, that we talked about her before. Um, she told me to check it out, so I did. Uh, very, very good Possession film. Uh, I really did enjoy it. Um, it. It stars Jeffrey Dean Morgan, which is one of the most badass people on the, on the planet. I mean, just everything about him just makes me a little stiff. Um but the, oh Jesus Christ! But the movie—I thought that was Javier Bardem that was in that. No, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Holy shit! They look very similar, then, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they have a similar look to him. Yeah, I will say that you're not too far off by saying that. So yeah, but yeah, Jeffrey Jeffrey it's just—it's it, one of those films where he's very subdued in this role. But I kind of—I think I kind of almost kind of plays to the, the strong points of the film as well, because um, he's not too over, overbearing. He's not you know too overshadowing. He just adds very well to the story, which is perfect. So. Um, but yeah, I won't go into too much of the story, but uh, it's about a girl who gets a possessed box from a uh, yard sale. I guess it's an estate sale, actually. Uh, and it kind of just wreaks some fucking havoc. And it's just it's a really good story. So, of course, Jeffrey D. Morgan. Kira Sedgwick's in it as well. Uh, but just a, a good cast and good good story. So, uh, definitely go check yeah, it out. Yeah, I like this one a lot, man. This one's really good. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, another one is that uh, in here's... Talking about the taking, whatever the extra, the taking of Deborah Logan is one of the ones that was really just phenomenal to me. Uh, but like I said, just didn't have have that umph factor. Um, this is this movie is so fucking creepy, man. That the lady that plays Deborah Logan is just creepy in herself. And that scene at the end where she's like trying to eat the little girl, oh god, that's just nightmare fuel for days. Mm. Um, but another good one is it's another uh, a found footage uh, type film, and it's just a slow burn and just just really creepy. So good stuff. Yeah, that that's always been one of those movies that just always evaded me. I've I for our uh, was that demon or I think that might have been found footage. I was trying to find this film to watch it because I've always seen that excerpt of her eating the the kid, and 
always thought that looked really rad. And I just have not been able to find this movie anywhere to watch. I, I don't think it's streaming anywhere, honestly. I think you have to put your eye patch on to get this one. But uh, yeah, it's definitely. I even think I tried to put an eye patch on and still couldn't find really? it. Really? I'll look you up. I got you. I got you covered. Um, <laughs> My boy. That's right. Uh, but yeah, this, it's, that scene definitely is very iconic. Uh, it's one of the newer scenes from a movie that has really taken people by storm. And uh, just it just that's one of the, the films, honestly, that doesn't get a lot of credit. And like I said, it's, it's, it's a good film. It's just not great. I guess it's a good way to put that. So, yeah, yeah, I got you. There you go. Um, hello, man. That about wraps up all of our picks. Uh, good show this time. I think we had a really good, uh, solid showing for our top fives. And uh, that shit pick is shitty as hell. So, yeah, <laughs> stay away from that shit. God awful. God awful. And vinegar syndrome, you should be ashamed of yourself. Put that out. Um, That's like all they put out, though, is just like, hey, you know what else they released? What? No. Demon Wind. Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck those assholes. Yeah. See? Vinegar Syndrome. No, dude. So good. Oh, God. Oof, I get chills thinking about it. <laughs> um, anyway, moving along from that fucking shit. Um, any uh, any shout outs you want to give, my friend? Oh, no, man. I think I'm I, – I don't want to be that guy, but I think I'm straight this week. I don't I, – I'm trying to rack my brain for some people, and I know I'm probably forgetting – a person or two, but uh, I think I'm going to let it fly this week. Well, there you go. Um, I do have one. <laughs> I mean, you let it fly, let it fly. Uh, I do have one. Uh, this lady sent me something today that I'm actually going to post here in a little while. Uh, sent me some enamel pens, some scream ghost face enamel pens that are just fucking badass. I cannot wait to share them with everybody. Uh, but her name is uh, on Instagram is uh, pull my hair out. And she's just a fantastic person. Uh, just really just appreciate her for sending these to me. Uh, just, just a great person all around. Uh, so go check her out, uh, give her some love and, uh, you're awesome. So she's a friend of Bobby X's as well as too. So, uh, yeah, we just really do, really do appreciate, uh, Bobby and, and, and pull my hair out. So there you go. Yeah. Oh, actually I, I thought of somebody. Oh, okay. Do share. Okay. So I got a package in this week. Oh, you did. From a really, really handsome dude, and I thought that I should kind of, you know, mention him on the the uh, the podcast here. Uh, Are you cheating on me? His his handle on um, Instagram is Old Man Ghostface. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. I get a sh- yeah. So I got to shut. I got to shut up, my boy Wes. I, oh my uh, yeah, man. Yeah, he uh, he got he. This is for the people that don't know. That's who I'm speaking to right now. I'm shouting him out in our podcast. I know I'm a fucking idiot, but whatever. He, he sent me a, a little care package, man. It included a shirt. I, I had a, a fucking rad uh, Jason Voorhees keychain. There was Twilight on DVD. Oh, yeah. So it was great. <laughs> well, you know, I, 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 I was on Wish one night and saw that uh, Jason Voorhees uh, keychain. I was like, man, my boy, my boy Kevin would love that. So I picked that up and then, our, our, our people over at uh, Nightmare Trash sent me that T-shirt, so I want to get that to you as well. That T-shirt is badass. I fucking love mine. Yeah, you know, they love yours too. So, uh, and then I was out uh, looking for for VHSs and DVDs, and saw that that Twilight DVD. I thought he would absolutely love this. Watch it over and over again, <laughs> and talk about it all the time. So I'm so. And you better watch it at least ten times. You know, at least so. Well, what makes you think I haven't already? Oh, ooh, shit. That gets me a little hard there. So, mm. all right, excellent. Well, I, I, oh, God. <laughs> That's like the third time you've gotten hard today. Holy hell. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm frustrated. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, if your mom's li- listening to this, I apologize for all this talk. I, I don't mean to say that. Please forgive me. But, Unless uh, you are the mom, then uh, Wes wants to hit you up. Oh, whoa. There you go. All right. Uh, we'll leave that there on the table. Let it, we'll stare at it for a while. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving along. Um, some podcast shout outs real fast. Uh, I'm just going to run the list real quick here. Uh, Horror Virgin, you guys kick ass. Uh, Love in the Dark podcast. Again, uh, there's something brewing. Something's brewing with them, and I can't wait to see what it is. They're teasing the fuck out of me on Instagram, but I can't stand it, guys. Just give it to me. Give it to me nice and hard. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's not <laughs> weird. <laughs> uh, the Horror Basement with uh, with their boys uh, Yeti, Johnny Lavori, and Jim Jam uh, were officially part of their network, the uh, Tennessee Horror News Network. So go check them out. Check us out on their feed as well. And um, Music City Horror, again, you guys are fucking awesome. Uh, and I think it's time to, uh, to plug ourselves up with our socials. Um, you can find us on Instagram at it's a horror podcast, uh, fuck Twitter, 
Talk Twitter. And on Facebook at It's a Horror Podcast. On Instagram, my personal page is uh, Goldman Ghostface. And yours is? Slashing Captain. Oh, fucking yeah. Um, and I think oh, our patrons as well. Thank you so much to our patrons. You guys are the best. Um, if you want to support us on Patreon, um, we would appreciate it. But like I said, we're not going to you know beg for those money. We do appreciate uh, just sharing our stuff and, and liking our posts and just you know the, just the conversations we have on our page too with with all of our followers. Uh, just we have so much fun on there. Um, just the interaction is just it's perfect. I love it. That's why that's why I'm doing this. So keep it keep it coming, guys. Seriously. Um, but I think that uh, that about wraps it up. I think we hit everything this time. Holy! Oh no! You know what? Nope. Every time, dude. You forgot every something. fucking time. Yep. <laughs> Tell us, please, what our next episode is going to be about. Well, I was really trying to rack my brain, and uh, this past week I actually threw it out to you guys. I was like, "Hey, you know, what do you guys want to see? Um, we'll totally take one of your suggestions and make it a reality." Um, oh God, I hate to be that guy, but I don't remember who said it. But uh, someone suggested since we did evil kids, we should do uh, evil old people. Oh, shit, dude. That's good. I like that yeah. a lot. So, um, Wes, if you're in any movies, then that's going to be my number one. Oh, there you go. I'm in uh, – I may be in one. You never know. Uh, but it may be a porno, so uh, maybe a little, oh, shit. A little sketch. So. Uh, just Damn. just uh, approach that with kick gloves and we'll move on. So. old man porn holy fuck that's uh scary in itself um true that (laughs) all right well i think that about wraps it up for us this week guys uh good episode uh of course check check us out next time with the uh, the evil old people and uh looking forward to that one big time so my name is wes i'm kevin and we'll see you next time see you I won't.